0: This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Wednesday, February twelfth. Good morning. I'm Jeff Nalley. Here's today's headlines. Ag groups share valley issues, USDA slashes China staff, and USDA handling of trade aid subject of probe. Air, water, and pesticide issues dominate state board meeting in Tulare. The State Board of Food and Ag heard from a range of ag groups at its monthly meeting at the World Ag Expo yesterday. On water, the Sustainable Groundwater Management Act was top of mind for Trisha Blattler, the Tulare County Farm Bureau director. She wanted more funding for CDFA's water efficiency grants, which have helped small growers especially. Moving land away from farming, even temporarily, is hard for a farmer to reverse later. Blattler added that fallowing will have a ripple effect on the valley economy, with disadvantaged communities hit the hardest. Jobs will be permanently lost and converted away from ag, she's warned. Citrus Mutual President Casey Kramer said that issues with labor, water, pests, and disease are getting too costly and revenues are not rising. On pesticides, citrus growers have paid a tremendous amount to educate backyard growers on citrus greening, that according to Kramer. Yet concerns are rising that soon it will spread widely to commercial orchards in the state. He said growers will spray their trees, but the psyllid escaped to residential trees and then returned to the orchard later. Blattler noted the loss of more than half of the UC farm advisors in the state due to budget cuts. She worried about the impacts that would have with SGMA and responding to pests. Roger Isom, who represents food processors and cotton growers, said UC has not replaced IPM specialists, leaving many growers without help in reducing pesticide use and without research alternatives. Isom also said the loss of chlorpyrifos is a significant issue with cotton, with one alternative, sulfoxifor. The Department of Pesticide Regulation was granting cotton growers a special local needs exemption each year. Yet DPR has signaled that it may not grant that exemption again due to concerns from environmental advocates, according to Isom. He said neonicotinoids were also taken away because of a risk to bees since they sprayed at night. That makes five chemistries a grower can use in Arizona, but not as they walk into California, he said. On air quality, Isom said farmers have had to replace irrigation pump engines multiple times to meet air quality regulations now they're upgrading to tier four engines he explained the state has also mandated that every truck in the san joaquin valley be replaced and has added tractors which is not cheap he said yet newsom again cut the funding for the state incentives program for upgrades in his draft budget without that the valley will quote miss the boat on its air quality goals isom said Senators want better U.S. access to U.K. rice market. U.S. and British officials have not even begun to negotiate a free trade agreement, but several GOP senators are already pressing U.S. Trade Representative Robert Lighthizer to demand the U.K. lift its tariffs on U.S. rice. The U.K. as a part of its European Union set trade policies charges a prohibitive tax on U.S. milled rice that ranges between the equivalent of $117 and $142 a metric ton on rice above a 38,000 metric ton tariff rate quota. On top of that, there's an added 25% retaliatory tariff that was applied by the EU in retaliation to U.S. steel and aluminum tariffs. Given market demand and existing relationships with Britain's importers, the U.S. rice industry stands ready to regain significant market share through these negotiations, the senator said in their letter to Lighthizer. USDA pulls FAS officials out of China. U.S. Department of Agriculture's Foreign Agriculture Service has pulled 14 of its 17 officials out of China and Hong Kong out of concerns over the spread of the coronavirus, according to sources speaking to AgriPulse. Some of those returning employees are still under quarantine. Others are now working in temporary offices at USDA headquarters. Now, why this matters? Well, the recall of staff diminishes the presence of USDA in China at a difficult time. FAS staff are the eyes and the ears of the department in China at a time when trade is threatened by the spread of the virus. Few clues in USDA report on trade impact. Traders brushed off USDA's World Agricultural Supply and Demand Estimates report yesterday after it contained little new data about exports to China. Traders were really hoping USDA would give an indication of export demand based on a Phase 1 trade deal. That Allendale Incorporated broker, Nathan Cardwell, speaking with AgriPulse. Cardwell said the report left traders unsure of what China is looking to buy and provided little indication of how the coronavirus is affecting imports. USDA Watchdog Probing MFP Payments USDA's Inspector General has launched a multi-part investigation of the market facilitation program and other forms of trade assistance that the Trump administration has been providing. A report on whether USDA used its legal authority will be out later this year. The investigation also will include an audit of a sample of farmers. For more on the investigation, plus a look at the impact of the potential U.S.-Kenya trade deal, be sure and read this week's AgriPulse newsletter. Finally, here's today's She Said It. It's been very sobering listening to you all. That state board member Nancy Cassidy after listening to testimony from Blatter, Kramer, and Isom. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Wednesday, February 12th, brought to you by FMC. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West... I'm Chap Nally.